0: Welcome to the Liberal Conservative Podcast. I'm your host Clint Wayne. So today we're going to talk about the upcoming presidential election. There are several things that are out of the ordinary with this election. You know, first we have a candidate that we from the Independent Party, which we don't have very often. Uh, we also have the two oldest candidates ever. It appears Donald Trump has not won the nomination yet, but it appears he's headed that way. Um, we and we have Donald Trump who's running again, who was as you know voted out last time. So um, Trump's also under indictment for several crimes, including being in possession of secret documents, um, inciting an insurrection, as well as a couple of civil actions. So today we welcome back our guest from last episode, Colt D. He's a military expert. Welcome back,
1: sir. Hey, well, glad glad to be back. Uh, I think it's going to be a pretty good episode. I think there's a few things that you and I don't necessarily see eye to eye on, so should be good some talk some good talking points.
0: Yes. Yeah. So so let's start, let's discuss Donald Trump. So you know, he's bringing before the Supreme Court the challenges that from the states blocking him from being on the ballot. You know, states run their own elections, the federal government does not run the elections. So I'm not sure what the Supreme Court can do or will do. I think they have standing, but uh, you know, these states that did this were heavily Democratic, and they're, and they're relying on a, on a law from the Civil War era in the 14th Amendment about that says anyone involved in an insurrection cannot hold public office. So one thing to note here is, is Trump has not been convicted of any crime. No.
1: Yeah, so I mean that's a pretty controversial case right off the bat, not just because it involves Donald Trump, but because there's a lot of actually a lot of other issues underlying tied to that case. So one of the things that is being challenged is actually the state's ability to dictate how they can run the federal election, which has been how it's, how it's happened since forever. Um, so the states have the power to control who gets on the ballot, who's registered to vote, who can count the ballots, and how many electorates there are. So that's a lot of power that the states have as a check on the federal government. So President, former President Trump is challenging that, saying that the states have no justification to remove him from the ballot. That's at least one of the big issues right now.
0: Yeah, I, I, th- I think this is those states, to me, and, and it gives the appearance to the people of, of the United States that the states are attempting to remove a political opponent. And, and they really are. I mean, just bottom line, that's what they're doing. Uh, whether you like Trump or not, you know, this should be scary to everyone in the United States. You know, right now, the Democrats are really walking a slippery slope. You know, they're definitely trying to sil- silence a political opponent. Uh, you know, because of the media and the fact that Trump is wildly unpopular with the Democrats, he has a legitimate argument that he can't get a fair trial in any of these states. You know, if it came up to, you know, he's already challenged it in the Supreme Court of, in Colorado. I don't think Trump can get a fair trial anywhere. You know, he was just found um, found for lack of a better term guilty. He was he he. It was a civil case um, against a woman in New York for seventy five million. I just don't think he can get a fair trial. So, but the Democrats right now they do not seem to 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 be concerned that they're using the justice system to remove a political opponent. But what happens when the tables are turned and and the Republicans start removing political opponents? You know, what if the states remove Biden because he's failed to score to secure the border? He's you know, if you read the Fourteenth Amendment, it fits Biden and the border case. You know, uh, Biden has definitely not followed through with his oath to uphold the Constitution. You know, I believe any person could twist the 14th Amendment to make it fit their political agenda. And I'm playing devil's advocate here. I don't think any states are going to remove him, Biden from the ballot for failing to secure the border, but they definitely could. So what do you think? Yeah,
1: so so you kind of just sparked a thought in me because I've been thinking about this for a while. Uh, before we get on to that, I actually have been thinking for a while, I think Trump could actually have a legitimate cause for arguing malicious prosecution going forward after all these cases. Absolutely. Um, so did that just that being said, so the issue, if I see with their justification, is that uh, they're definitely going to bring up that they're using the 14th Amendment insurrection clause, um, which states that anyone is involved in insurrection is ineligible to run. So a little bit of backstory, that is from the Civil War era. When after that was all over, they um, the government implemented that saying that nobody that was involved in the insurrection could be eligible to hold public office. So there was basically the entire South was ineligible to hold office, the people that were in office prior to that. So that being said, um, the ruling I really could see going either way. So there's basically the obvious outcomes are the Supreme Court rules in favor of Trump or against him. The third option is, I think, I don't think it's likely, but something that we need to consider is that it's a split ruling um, because there's a lot of press right now to get Supreme Justice uh, Roberts to recuse himself because his wife is widely known to have uh, supported the January 6th push to, uh, what am I trying to say, the January 6th push to uh, invalidate the election so if he recuses himself then it it very likely could be a 4-4 split which i think he knows would be a horrible outcome for the country so i don't see that being likely but that is something that we need to need to be said so um because of that uh the case could they could roll in trump's favor i could see that because trump for one was never convicted of insurrection which that's definitely going to get brought up in court still mind you that the 14th amendment does not require a conviction it's very broadly worded which i think is actually an error on the part when they wrote that amendment Um, and then i also believe that they could argue that this is removing a political opponent like i said which i think the supreme court is going to take that as a very slippery slope so i i see that happening um and then finally third while i was kind of leading into it where justice roberts might have a little bit of implicit bias. I the court right now is, as much as I hate to say it, leaning more towards the right than the left. So I think that is at least perceivably going to be in his fa- in his favor as well. Um, but if they rule against him, then I think that's also going to be an issue because then that's just going to open up the floodgates for future opponents to be removed if, if you want to twist any amendment any which way. So I think, I think basically I don't see any outcome being good, really.
0: Right. You you know, you did you mentioned, and we we talked about it earlier that the Fourteenth Amendment does not require a a conviction. So the amendment does not specifically say a a conviction is required. In fact, it doesn't mention that a person must even be charged with insurrection or, or for that matter, any other forms of crime against the Constitution or the government. It just doesn't say it. You know, it's very ambiguous. I I do not believe this section of the 14th amendment would stand up against a test within the courts and, and it, this, they are not testing the 14th amendment. They're testing the Colorado and uh, who's the other States. I can't remember anyway, Maine, Maine. Uh, They're testing the, they're testing their ability to, to dictate this part. So I don't think the 14th amendment, that section would stand up in court, but it, it, like you said, I just don't know how it's going to go. You know, Let's get into the election fraud issue. You know, that's really what brought this up. The reason this is the reason everything everything against Trump is really going on. Trump is convinced that the 2020 election was stolen. And in this in this country, depending on the on on the survey you read, anywhere from 47 to 52% of Americans believe our election system is fraudulent. You know, in, in a country where you have half the population who do not trust election, you actually you have a major problem. You know, in my opinion, one of the biggest areas where fraud can occur is through the mail. You know, our mail-in ballots are just wrought with with the ability for fraud to take place. You know, elections are the cornerstone of our democracy. They must be secure. And just frankly, the mail-in ballot system is not secure. So if you believe the U.S. Postal Service can securely deliver mail-in ballots, I want you to take whatever's in your savings account, put it into cash, throw it in an envelope, and mail it to yourself. So do you trust the ESPS <laughs> to get it back to you?
1: Uh, <laughs> that's a that's a funny way to look at it. I, I, I understand what you're saying about the mail-in ballots. Uh, I would argue that mailing in the ballots, like you said, does have the greatest potential for fraud as opposed to in-person voting. Um, but I do also bring up the point mail-in voting is not a new thing. So when I was in the military uh, – and since before, mail, mail, the military has been using absentee mail-in votes since forever. So, and I don't see anybody complaining about that system. Um, like I said, the last election, I saw a ton of videos, and I'm just going to say it, particularly from the Republican media, of people carrying in like these big boxes of ballots. That's not voter fraud. So it, depending on your state, I at least want to get this out there. Most people don't understand what voter fraud is. That's generally speaking, it depends on your state, but there's, I believe it's 32 states that, uh, voting collection, like I was just describing where people that cannot get to a voting station or don't have one in their area, uh, representatives can collect votes. And I think, like I said, it depends on your state, but voter fraud is generally defined as voting without registration, voting twice or voting for somebody else. So that's generally speaking voter fraud. So. I don't have a total issue with the mail-in ballot system. Um, I think the more issue is they're saying it's not as secure, which I do agree with there. But then again, like I said, you also have to consider the military does it every election cycle. And talking back on the military, what I always remember how we secured basically like electronic systems when you have to mail in something to a place to have it verified There was basically like a serial number kind of system where you, you submit a test or, you know, your advancement exam, and then you actually get a positive return saying, yes, we graded it off of this key that you can see and check and to make sure that it's correct. So that is my counterpoint to that. I think we should have a system where you, if you mail in a ballot, uh, it it gets a, basically a green light saying, yes, this one was counted, um, in this election. What do you think?
0: So, so I agree with you that when I was in the military 30 years ago this is how we we voted but I think the mail-in system must be very limited almost to military maybe state department people anybody working for the government who's overseas but the election system is the like I said earlier it is the cornerstone of democracy you if you don't trust your the, the postal service to send in a uh, your your life savings you should not trust them to send in something as vitally as important as 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 a ballot you know so if you, i've looked at several media reports also on election fraud in the 22 in the 2020 election based on the reports it appears that most media outlets and government officials believe there was very little election fraud in the last election the problem they have is probably since obama the the media has swung to extremely biased polar opposites. You know, you have Fox, who is outrageously conservative. You have CNN, who's outrageously liberal. So, and, and people don't trust the media at all. And now, just like we talked about last week, when President Biden claims that he had no idea where a member of his command staff a vitally important member of his command staff the secretary of defense was was gone for 4 days in the hospital so nobody believes that nobody believes everybody believes he's lying so we have a credibility issue with both the media and the government you know and we we know for a fact probably both ways especially now that we various government entities federal state and local have weaponized weaponized against their weaponized the legal system against their opponents you know people just don't do not trust the word of the government or the media and to be honest with you i don't know that i do either
1: yeah so i did quite a bit of research as well looking into this uh evidence of election fraud i did find that there were definitely cases of election fraud um i found about from what i was reading about 1500 cases of illegal votes being counted which were then voided and also the People were then prosecuted. So I know I'm probably going to get a lot of Republicans being triggered right now, but I don't think the election was stolen from him. I think he spoke out of place. So without getting too deep into some conspiracy talk, I do think, though, if the government knew of the election being stolen or if they found out afterwards, then I don't think that they would release that to the public because I, for fear of insurrection or for fear of rioting, Uh, Secondly, fun fact, I just found out, I think it was yesterday, whether or not you trust this, that's up for your interpretation, I did find a Russian um, textbook at the government level saying that the election was stolen from President Trump through uh, voter fraud.
0: Huh. I mean, yeah, to me, that's probably BS, just like Hillary Clinton's Russian collusion was, was fake. You know? I agree with you as far as the government wouldn't let the public know if the election had been rigged. You know, back to mail-in ballots, you mentioned the mail-in system we talked about for the military, no arguments there. Um, I don't, to me, if they found 1,500 votes that were, that were illegal and they prosecuted them, there's probably at least that many more. And people will argue that didn't really affect the election. Well, you're right, but it is still election fraud and we still that's not acceptable. Whether you like it or not, it's not acceptable whether your candidate won. I think also people have a hard time uh, believing that Biden got as many votes as he got. And you got to admit that looks pretty shady whether it is or not. I don't know. I didn't I'm not in the investigations on the voter fraud. I don't know that Trump got the election stolen. I think his problem is he is so laser focused on believing that he won that election that he, let's say that there was only 1500 people that, that 1500 fraud votes that didn't change the election. It's still too many, but he's like his, his, in his mind, he's like, well, if there's that many, there's going to be that many more. You know, I think he, yes. he truly believes that he, he won the election. And to be honest with you, I told you I I don't I just wish he wouldn't I wish he wouldn't run. To me the com- the the country needs to heal from from everywhere, you know, I've told you before starting probably with Obama, you know, to me people like him and I told you I voted for him once. So he was the most divisive president that you that we've ever had. And that now now you got Trump and Biden that are just so wildly unpopular with everybody else. They're rivaling him big time. You,
1: you, yeah. So, I mean, I think this even started beforehand with, I believe it was what? Was it Bush and uh, Al Gore? I think. With yes. The, Florida. The,
0: the hanging Chad. Yeah.
1: yeah so, In Florida. I think I agree with you. I think this whole election issue, and you could probably pick point times before that, but I think as far as the media and social media, I think it really started there. And I agree with you with Trump being so polarizing. I, I totally agree. I wish he wouldn't run. Because, I, I, for one, I, I think he will lose because he's so polarizing and, again, wildly unpopular. I, I think it's just going to keep wedging the country apart and apart and apart to where the voting system is going to be in shambles and not trusted again. And I know if he runs, and he again, I just said it, I think he will lose. We are going to hear about it for months that it was stolen.
0: So, uh, to be honest with you, I don't know that he's going to lose. I think you Man, I don't I don't know. So to me, this is a toss up. You you remember? So I've told you before, I've 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 voted for both Republicans and Democrats in presidential elections through my time in in voting. But the majority of undecided voters are very, very wishy washy. You know, they will usually if you look. Um, i read somewhere i can't remember where but independent voters will usually vote for the person who is not in office now or or the challenger and and this time the the independents hate biden they also hate trump it's like who are they gonna they're gonna pick the lesser of two evils Mm -hmm. you know you know and that's i i told before i would i really was hoping Tim Scott would stay in the race and Nikki Haley would stay in the race on because they're moderates. Right now, if you look at our government, we are a system of polar opposites right now. It, the, our government set up where we have conflict. Conflict usually, when, when you have two opposing views, the best ideas usually come to the surface. The cream rises to the top, for better lack of a better <laughs> term. In, in this case, right now, you have you have a section of the democratic party who is so far right that they've alienated a lot of the, of the of the centrist democratic party and you have this group who has went so far as getting rid of their own speaker of the house they're so wildly yes, right that they so the people in the middle they don't have a candidate at this election I'm, to me the middle candidate may very well be robert f kennedy junior so so i don't i just don't yeah. know what's going to happen I'm. This is crazy, and I think no matter what, whoever wins, we're gonna have some massive protests and massive riots in the street because nobody trusts the election right now.
1: Yeah, I as cliche as it sounds, I actually had this discussion with my wife the other day. I told her, I said, I have no idea who to vote vote for because both of the candidates are terrible.
0: Yes. Yeah, they're just terrible. You, you know, Trump spent his his whole time fighting this. And we all I think everyone now finally can agree that that Russian collusion was fake. So but his, I would agree. But his whole time was spent fighting all these all these very far right uh, Democrats. Now, Biden, he's fighting these very far left Republicans. So nothing's getting yes. done. The Congress right now is, has has only passed 20% of the laws of the bills that, that have been presented because of this crazy stuff. So nothing's really being done right now. Our government is, is basically at a standstill.
1: Yeah, this is actually, I believe, going to be the least productive Congress that we have ever had in history.
0: I, I heard that on a – oh, I saw a video somewhere. They were talking about it. Yeah, the least – and that's crazy. And it's due to these far right and far lefts. You know the the centrist exactly. in the middle. The centrist in the middle used to be able to work. You may not like each other, Republicans and Democrats. You know they may not before. And and I know, you know we've had far right and far left for as long as we could since George Washington days. We've had far right and far left, but it seems like right now. And and I push it on social media because people can sit behind a keyboard and say anything they want. So I can see a time within the next 20 years that social media is probably going to be outlawed by a lot of countries. And I bet China China already controls theirs a lot, but I, I can see it just be totally gone. You know, because it's, it's – look, look at all the Antifa. You remember the Ant, all the Antifa stuff? Yes. You know, even the January 6th insurrection, what they're calling it, they, there's documented cases of, of Black Lives Matter and Antifa people dressed in Trump. So, so you can't even believe what you see right now. Yeah. You you know, you have people that are driving thousands of miles based on social media posts that are just coming in and and uh, and protesting and burning down buildings. You know, it's it's just out of control. I don't know what's going to happen. I hope that uh, I really hope that we get some some different candidates, but it just looks like we're going to be stuck with Trump and Biden.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: So, well, we're about to our time. We're actually a little bit over. So thanks for joining me again, Colt. Once again, this is Colt D he is a military expert uh, and government expert, really. So uh, you're, you, he may may just have him join us again sometime soon. So thank you guys again for listening. Hey, hey, our listening keeps growing. It's just amazing how quick we're growing, and and we're a long way from 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 being being mainstream, but we're growing. So I appreciate all the listeners. So thanks again for joining, Colt. Um, I will talk to you soon. We'll figure out what we're going to do. Maybe you can be a regular.
1: Yeah, sounds great. I will uh, I'll talk to you again later.
0: Okay. All right. Thanks. Bye.